This is the WDGB Hopcast where we drink good beer. Hey everybody, this is Eddie and welcome to the WDGB Hopcast where we drink good beer. And for our brand new season, I am going to kick things off with uh, beers from, well, Mexican-inspired beers. Well, one beer is from Mexico, and two are inspired by uh, Mexico. And since this coincides with Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to talk a little bit about Cinco de Mayo, as well as the misconceptions of that specific day. Um, in lieu of having a guest with me on the program. Originally, we had somebody scheduled, somebody of also Mexican descent. We're going to drink Mexican beers and um, talk back and forth about that. But uh, this is going to be a little bit shorter episode since I am sure um, you guys want me to, you do not want to hear me ramble on and on about uh, things. So let's get down to it. So the three beers we're trying today are... Um, we're going to start off with uh, Pacifico, uh, that is the beer from Mexico, uh, Pacifico Cerveza Clara, then we'll make our way up here north to uh, Chicago, or specifically Warrenville, uh, with Tokayo Homley White Ale, and also a Chicago suburb, uh, Bedford Park, from Five Rabbit. We are going to taste the Five Rabbit Golden Ale, or Cerveza de Oro, with Monteca hops. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to start off with uh, Pacifico Clara and share a little bit about them. So, this is a Pacific... Oh, it's the bottle cap. This is a Mexican Pilsner style beer. So, it's named Cerveza Pacifico because the Pacific Brewery is located in the uh, Pacific Ocean port city of Mastalan which is located in the state of Silanoa, Mexico. And this is one of the most popular beers to come out of Mexico, and it's widely available in the United States, um, thanks to, I believe, the... So Grupo Modelo is the brewery. Oh, this is a 4.5 ABV, by the way. So it's very light Pilsner, light stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah, Grupo Modelo purchased them back in 1954. And um, InBev, and AB InBev, uh, currently owns uh, 50% stake in this company. But enough um, logistics about who owns who. So it's very, very light. And there's not really much of a scent here. Yeah. It's a Pilsner for sure, and this is probably similar to Budweiser, Miller Coors, just a very light lager that you could drink without a problem. You could probably kick back a few of these. Uh, this is actually used for um, when we have carne salas or barbecues, like to um, give uh, add flavor to whatever meats, steaks, your you know steak, pork, chicken, anything that you're cooking, especially if it's barbecue. Just marinate it in a couple bottles of these, and you are good to go. So, yes. Uh, so, since this coincides with Cinco de Mayo, uh, I'd figure um, every year for social media, you'll see the thing pop up in which 
people who are not of Mexican descent will uh, use this holiday as, an, as a drinking holiday, like unfortunately many, many d days designated for special purposes, uh, like St. Patrick's Day or Flag Day. Sure, people drink on Flag Day. Let's get some things straight about Cinco de Mayo. It is not uh, Mexico's Independence Day. That takes place on September 16th. Um, both September 15th leads to 16th with El Grito de Dolores, or Grita de Dolores. Uh, so, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, uh, is the day that the Battle of Puebla took place when the French uh, attempted to, in the 1860s, uh, France occupied Mexico because their emperor, Napoleon III, wanted to uh, reclaim an empire. In Mexico because Mexico defaulted on loans that various countries in Europe gave them. Uh, France was the one that decided no we were getting everything back and then some. So in late 1861 the French army of 6,000 arrive at Veracruz. They make their way through across Mexico and in Puebla uh, they a small Mexican army they were outnumbered, outranked it, it was a David and Goliath type of situation. And somehow throughout that bloody day, um, Mexico defeated this large French army. Um, despite the victory, it was short-lived because the following year, France came back and basically um, defeated the Mexicans. But then a couple of years after that, um, the Mexicans, along with uh, collaboration with the United States, kicked France out. Now... Another reason why Napoleon wanted, probably wanted an empire in back in the Americas was to also kind of take down the U.S. because he wanted to see if Mexico could return uh, into an ally or sympathizers, sympathizers with the Confederacy. Because at the time, the Americans had the Civil War. A lot of history going on, so now we know that. Um, despite the fact that uh, Cinco de Mayo is a very... It's a very important day in Mexican history. It's a minor holiday in Mexico. I believe only the state of Puebla does anything special to it. It's just like a regular day for most people. But uh, Cinco de Mayo in the 1950s and 60s, uh, Chicano activists wanted to highlight this day to get Mexicans and me people of Mexican descent to uh, be aware and be proud of their culture, of their background, of their homeland. And then in the late 70s and 80s, beer companies decided this would be a great opportunity to sell beer, like Corona, Pacifico, and then later on, uh, Anglo or American beer companies hopped in on that. So that is why you will see many, many people with fake mustaches and cheap sombreros and awful serapes drinking Corona um, for next to nothing at a bar or at whatever parties going on. With that being said, uh, speaking of the exact opposite of cheap beer, we're going to move on to the Tokayo. Uh, this is a homely white ale from the Tokayo uh, Brewing Company. This is a, a company associated with Rick Bayless, the restaurateur entrepreneur uh, based in Chicago who specializes in uh, Latin American cuisine, especially Mexico. And a couple of years back, he created a this beer, collaborated with uh, some folks and... This was originally first uh, available at his restaurant, uh, I think Cruz Blanca Cerveceria, 
also find a place to get some beer. And now it's available in retail. And this is brewed with humbly sweet orange peel and coriander. Coriander is uh, also known as cilantro. So, oh, this one is quite a treat. So I'm gonna, it's in a nice can. Look at that. Some nice sound effects. We're actually just gonna drink this from the can right here. So you could definitely taste the homely and the orange right away. Coriander's maybe a bit of more of an aftertaste. This is a 5.5 ABV, and the brewery, they actually brew it in Warrenville, Illinois, which is located outside of Chicago, uh, though it is associated with Chicago because it's associated with uh, Rick Bayless and his uh, little empire of cuisine, and now beer, and it's a pretty good beer. And I've had mixed feelings about Rick Bayless for a while because I thought he was just somebody appropriating, you know, uh, or ex not necessarily exploiting Mexican culture, but um, making a very good profit on it. But I, my mind kind of changed when I tried out a couple of his restaurants and the cuisine's pretty good. Uh, he's uh, really good at honoring the heritage, the cuisine of... Um, the country of my ancestors, well not ancestors, like I'm first generation Mexican American, and now some solid beer here. And it's a nice can too, because if you see the label, and I'll post a picture of these um, in the description, it's like the sun, so it's got like a little maybe homage to the Aztecs, the one-time rulers of what is now Mexico and parts of uh, Central America. All right, so um, usually this will be part where I would ask my guest drinker a question, but I will pose a question for you. Uh, and then you could comment, um, answer in the comments, either on our social media, or you could shoot me an email at wdgbhopcast at gmail.com if you do use your email for that sort of correspondence. Um, what is your favorite uh, Mexican dish or Mexican beer? It could be a Corona or or whatnot, or what's a good beer to have with your favorite kind of tacos, whether they're homemade some, or something that uh, your family makes or something that you just grab at your favorite restaurant, or maybe you went to Mexico or to another uh, place and had like the best tacos in the whole world, and what would be a good beer to pair it with? Uh, my favorite tacos are the ones that my mom would make at home. Uh, like when I'm at home, uh, she'll make either um, the hard shell ones, that, that's her thing, just like something simple like uh, tacos de pico de gallo, or de frijoles, beans, or papas with con queso, potatoes with a little bit of cheese. Uh, or uh, Saturday or Sunday mornings, you just go to the carniceria and get a bunch of carnitas and get some flour tortillas, a little bit of salsa, maybe some guacamole, uh, maybe a little bit of pico de gallo, throw all in there and that is after pancakes, carnitas, tacos carnitas, the best breakfast out there. So yeah, uh, let me know your favorite Mexican dish or your favorite uh, a good beer to pair up with 
your favorite kind of tacos. Alright, so uh, Five Rabbit is the third and five, final beer we're going to try today. This is uh, from Five Rabbit um, Cenriceria. They're located near where I'm at. This is uh, in Bedford Park next to Burbank. And they are kind of hard to get to if you're not driving, but it's worth it. Uh, they have a beautiful space where, you know, on Thursday, speaking of tacos, you can actually go out there from uh, beginning at 5 to close. They make tacos there. So I believe for 5 bucks, you get three pretty good tacos. And you get to uh, try a beer right there, a fresh one right there. And then if it's nice outside, since we don't have many nice days in Chicago, they've got some picnic tables where you could uh, eat outside or bring a little blanket and you could just have a little spread right there and enjoy life with tacos and fine beer. So, this is a Golden Ale or Cerveza de Oro. This is a 5.3 ABV and also very light. So. We, Mexico doesn't really do a lot of dark ales. It's more lagers that have been influenced by German and Austrian beer and Czech beers since um, part of that migration, you know, people opened up breweries there like Pacifico and Corona and they were inspired by the lagers of Central Europe. Alright, so, salute. I'm gonna So this one's very smooth. It's kind of strong, like as soon as you taste it, you could definitely taste um, the hops, the Monteca hops, and it's a very solid, solid ale here. There's pretty much no aftertaste, which is good, it just goes smooth. I mean, the hops initially, they're pretty kind of strong, but it doesn't dominate the liquid, I mean the experience. It doesn't dominate the beer. Like you get an initial hit of the hops right away and then it fades almost as quickly as it arrives um, to your taste buds. Yeah, so um, I've actually had all three of these before. I know, you know, usually we try beers we haven't had prior to recording, but Things are a little bit different since A, I do not have a guest drinker with me, but do not worry. Next Hopcast, uh, we'll have an awesome guest. It's going to be a great time. And um, since it's Mexican beers, it's kind of tough to get beers that are not massively produced. Like, uh, there's a few down there. Um, there's one that's not really available here called Bohemia which it's a, I believe that's a German lager. Yeah, German style, uh, I'd say they have dark and light lagers, but I've only had that in Mexico. But I'm sure you could locate this beer along the border states, like, you know, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Um, but it would be great to get my hands on that one again. So, yeah, um, of these, uh, close first place would be the Five Rabbit Golden Ale followed by Tokayo, and then Pacifica, which is just a very light, good starter beer. That's something you could use to marinate um, carne asada. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we've got a pretty solid season lined up. We've got some different beers, 
Uh, we're gonna try to see if we can get myself into some more uh, beer festivals. Maybe reach out to some brewers, get some more folks on the Hopcast. And if you are interested in appearing in one, you must be a uh, legal drinking age in the United States, which is 21 years old, and B, you must like beer. It's no fun drinking beer with somebody who doesn't like beer. It's like having breakfast with somebody who's not a morning person and does not appreciate waffles, pancakes, or French toast. Uh, that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, follow us on social media, and I'll actually post a couple of things on Cinco de Mayo and cool Mexican history in the description. So. Thank you guys, gracias, and saludos, or cheers to more beers. Salud.